Welcome to Random Rambles. I'm Taja. I'm Amy. And we're here to talk about well, whatever comes to mind. There's no clap. There's no camera. <laughs> I'm learning as we move through episodes. Yes. We also have a video podcast called I've Seen Things where we talk about safety and logistics. And um, Amy is always a little bit offset by the cut that I have to do to sync up the audio to the camera. <laughs> Uh, yeah, always checking whether or not you've forgotten. <laughs> or why did you need to do that? And then if I clap while talking because I'm trying to emphasize someone, she's like, why are we clapping now? <laughs> <laughs> it's a confusing process, but that's okay. We'll move move on. Well, this is only our second recording session for anything. 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 Yes, yes, including this. Well, our second recording day. Technically, I think it's our fourth fifth recording session yeah see how i just agreed yeah. like, I, I like that you i could see on your face that you were attempting to do the maths though <laughs> <laughs> yes yes so how do we feel about the writer's strike it's probably the most current thing that's happening and the potential strike well it well it like is it's now the, the actors have, the have actors gone on strike have gone on strike as well um and we're i mean if memory serves of the prior strike uh, how many it's like 10 plus years ago uh where the writers um were on strike a lot well. of really good shows that were just axed put in the bin basically yeah like they were just which is really like it's really sad because the actors and the writers would have gone back to them so and absolutely they would have continued but i don't like i'm fully on the side of the writers and the actors in this case like i i don't think that they get enough credit and i really do support what they're striking for because i think that they've been taken advantage of massively by the studios with the with the massive change in the way that we consume our content and the way that we watch our movies and our shows now, like I understand and it all moved so fast that it's almost like they're playing catch up. Yeah. It's not being sold to TV shows to just like to, to TV channels to distribute anymore. It's not being sold so often mm. in that regard or, or um, even to cinemas. Like you just, you watch it in the comfort of your living room. Yeah. And it's, whenever you feel like if they've got the rights to that show for three years it's on there for three years not just for a season every six months yeah or you've got highlights you know some some i mean we're talking about free to air just at this moment i am you know you've got highlights of shows you know like the main uh they might not be able to afford the whole season oh yeah so they just pay for the four that everyone likes or the two that everyone likes yeah 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 and they'll just screen them over and over and over again yeah it's like when you when you see like the nanny or mash or hogan's heroes or anything like that where they're really old really good shows and they play like the same four seasons over and over yeah it's like i've seen this seventy three thousand times what happened to the first and last season i know it so well i could could quote it verbatim (laughs) But even, yeah, like when you say selling shows and distributing them and going into syndication and that's, that, those words aren't really used that much anymore. No. Um, actually, I haven't really heard them in a good while. But no. um, And I think they're using it as a loophole to get out of paying royalties, to be entirely honest. Yeah, because you sort of think about um, probably the most pivotal show that renegotiated their contracts after realising it was going to be a smash hit was Friends, the Friends cast. Oh, yeah. Uh, and then factored in getting royalties whenever it's oh, yeah, set, all, all, set them all up for life yeah so um or you know goes to a different streaming network beyond free to air you know when netflix and that was quite new um but it just seems like any big company like disney oh they're out to take it they're, they're out to to absolutely get as much money as they can while cutting out as much overhead as possible yeah including their staff yeah which and I, I don't know if this is like an American thing or if this is just industry across the board. Mm. But it really feels like to me, the way that capitalism is set up, almost particularly in America, because they have such low rates of unionization over there. Yeah, that it's set up in a way that it absolutely pushes people into poverty and gives absolutely no shits about it. Yeah, no, they just don't care. Yeah, it's sort of almost like. Um, uh kind of keeping the picket line out there and not budging mm. and no not leaving room for any negotiations after the initial one takes place 
if that all falls down. Well, isn't that what they said on that release that they yeah. they were they were hoping like on that that leak that they were hoping it would go to the five month mark, the writers would run out of money, and then they would just like come to the table with less exhausting demands because well they've run out of money and, and now they kind of have to yeah. yeah bend on what they actually initially wanted and it's half sometimes not even half of what they want of yeah not demands it's probably just being trying to be reasonable uh but yeah Fran Drescher's come out um president of SAG and said um they're really worried about AI yeah like and- that was a whole thing that I hadn't even thought about I know but I mean now that it's been kind of I mean we were watching a thing just recently like today so it's quite fresh in our brains but uh yeah taking a a picture of someone or a small video of that actor and then you just use them for perpetuity yeah 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 i know but yeah using that particular graphic or their face or that whatever they're doing their voice they're, they're even just chopping their body off and using just their face for eternity basically yeah. they weren't going to get paid for it after the initial the day get where they get scanned and, yeah. and put in their their um in the database in the yeah. cloud wherever it's going yeah. for storage and then yeah like you could can be... you imagine though like if if they weren't worried about that if that became a thing where you get paid like two hundred dollars to show up and then this big blockbuster 20 million dollar earning movie comes out or yeah. billion dollar earning movie comes out and your face is the lead character and you're sitting there going i got a hundred bucks for that yeah like what the hell yeah and yeah and what sort of what does that look like you know are we i, I know i'm not gonna be accepting of things that don't resemble realisticness like i really don't like the overuse of cgi i think i think that there's a there's a level of i it's in books and i know it's in movies where it's like um suspended disbelief yeah so it's like you watch things like the fast and the furious where you see those car chase scenes (laughs) or mission impossible or or anything like that you see those car chase scene scenes and in the back of your head you go uh yeah right okay but you enjoy the movie, so you suspend that disbelief of the fact that no way in hell would that ever actually go off without some former special effects guy rigging it up to cables and making it look good. Yeah. But in the movie, it looks good. Yeah. But when that is all CGI, including the actors yeah. and all of that sort of stuff, like, I don't think people are going to want to suspend that disbelief anymore. No. If you're paying... God, you've got to remortgage the house to go to the cinemas these days. So if you're paying that sort of stupid money to go watch a movie and then the guy sitting next to you turns out to be the lead character and he got paid a hundred bucks to go scan his face and talk into a microphone for a couple of hours and just be like, Hey, yeah, that's you. What are you doing here? Yeah. And oh, you know, he goes, or she, or they go, Oh, well, I've got just a normal job because that doesn't pay. You know, I've yeah, I did it once, thinking there. it might take me somewhere, but yeah, nothing since like hundred bucks, and they use me, and the contract mm-hmm. says I'm not allowed to sue them. And that's a weird term. Contract says they don't have to ha- don't have to allow me to yeah yeah. But just think about normal job, not meaning that it's not yeah. I work yeah. I work a nine to five yeah. because they've only given me this much money, and I don't get any royalties from myself yeah. going forward. Like, and if you pass away. You can, can still be you. continued to be used in whatever way they want. Yeah. If it's compromising like It doesn't or even not. need to be something that you agree with. Yeah. And that, oh. That like, but there are actors. Like, I know that there, there's a particular actor, I can't remember his name, but he often plays the villain in TV roles and movies that he's in because he um, he's, like, highly religious and he has this whole thing about um, on-screen kissing and on-screen sex scenes and he's just not comfortable with them. But he's... A brilliant actor and the way that they've gotten around that with him because he's just like no a i'm highly religious and i believe that that should only be between me and my my partner yeah um is that he's always played the villain Mm. he's not someone who's played a particularly likable or salacious character and so Mm. that's how they've gotten around that but with this sort of technology and thinking Mm. They could use his image in any way and he would be like, I would never, ever, ever in a million years do that to no. my wife. Why are you doing that to me? Yeah. And he would have no leg to stand on to sue them. Yeah. To to demand that his rights and his own morals and ethics be followed mm. in use of his own image. Yeah. 
Because <clears throat> there's so much, you know, even you hear of uh, anyone that's in, you know, theatre or play or musical or screen, um, and they talk about, you know, when I read a script, it's got to be right. Like, it's got to sit right with me. It's got to, yeah, you know. Yeah, because if you like, don't agree with it, how are you supposed to portray it properly? Yeah, you know, it might cross a line. You know, there's, people have talked about even um, American Horror Story and playing certain oh. characters on an American Horror Story or um, serial killers. That. Yeah. Um, and come out afterwards. And, I, again, I can't think of the guy's name in American Horror Story at all. Um, but he's played a number of not great very evil characters through the many seasons that is American Horror Story. And he came out the other side and he's like, I don't even know who I am anymore. I've got no idea because I've got into the minds of these absolutely ludicrous Horrendous people, people or f- fictional horrendous people. Um, I'm sure some of it's based on true. But... Yeah, I think like the, the settings were yeah based about true stories, but they weren't actually necessarily following the history of yeah it, like it, to a team like yeah it's very much a fiction series. yeah but you know you sort of think about that too like you might not uh like you're saying about that other guy with the his morals around kissing on screen with another woman or another man and certain things just you don't do you know and pen um ba- badly bradley he was in Gossip Girl. Yeah, yeah. I know who he's talking about when he's doing that you, yeah. Um, and he's come out and said, I don't want to do any more sex scenes in you. Like the this next season is not his character participating in anything like that. Yeah. Um, he just said there's just really no reason like oh, for yeah. the character to be continually doing that. Like it just doesn't add anything. Oh, yeah. And the, I mean that sort of um, thing has been rife in Hollywood for a long time because I know there were stories that came out right at the beginning of like the Game of Thrones set where oh, yeah. where Jason Momoa had to stand up for Amelia Clark, I yep. believe it was, when they were doing the, the scenes and it, like she would be left with um no robe or something and Jason would give his robe to her and be like, What is wrong with you all? Yeah. And like she was relatively new, I think, to the industry, certainly to a production that large. Yeah. And like they they took advantage of that naivety and I think that that's just something that happens through Hollywood as a whole is mm-hmm. that they take advantage of that sort of thing. And you hear about it constantly and not, nothing has been done to change it. No. And this is just another version of that. This is something that's come in very quickly, taken off very quickly, become adapted to people in yeah. their homes. Like it, with the whole pandemic, it only got worse because you weren't able to leave. So being able to take in that content at home mm. was very much a luxury that yeah. was one of the few luxuries you, a lot of people still had. Yeah. And now it's catching up on the other end. Yeah. But they've taken advantage of it for how long have we had it now? Four or five years? I know. How much? Hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars mm. that has just disappeared. Do you think it's, you know, we talk about taking advantage just then. I sort of thought about the... um the casting couch and I'm just wondering if this is the equivalent you know in a not great way of taking advantage of people in a in another not great way um to not to that extent obviously that's traumatic and horrendous in its own right but there seems to be layers to Hollywood oh yeah and and the more I hear about it the the less I sort of like it yeah like yeah I might like the content but there's there's so many horror stories that yeah. come along with it and it's yeah. just you hear these great stories but then you hear these people that have just like absolutely had the shit run over them mm-hmm. and you're like why yeah. would you stick around and they it also seems to depend because you hear so many stories about um well or some of some of the um the SA cases mm-hmm. where a lot of the, the women working on the sets have come out and said, he's done this and you know, this has happened to me and yeah. this director does that and that producer does this and this mm-hmm. person does that. Yep. But then the men are like, Oh no, they're good guys. Like I've never had that experience. Well, yeah, clearly you weren't what they wanted to prey on. No. But then you have others like, um, like Brendan Fraser, I believe at one stage came out and said that he'd been assaulted. And there's been a couple of men that have come out and said that they've been assaulted. Yeah. By other men, by they're mm. made to be feel like feel objectified in that as well. Yeah, but they get shut down so fast. Like the we've had the the Brenaissance. Brendan is back. Yeah, and I'm very happy for that because he's always been one of my favorites. Yeah. Um, 
he's been through hell from all accounts, but yeah, I don't, I don't necessarily believe that they should be. Actually, I don't. I just don't believe that those sort of accusations, mm. stories, tales, whatever you want to call them. I don't think they should be swept under the rug. No. Like, if there is a producer who's behaving badly or a casting director who's behaving badly or any of that, like, it it should be like any other industry. If those things are happening, they need to be dealt with and the person perpetrating those actions out of that role. Yeah. There should... People that are going to abuse power should very quickly have it taken off them. Yeah. But I don't know whether it's uh, the, the various you know, people that have done horrendous things to other people. Um, it's like sometimes the public can't believe that that person. Yeah, uh, like it all comes down a, to perception and image, doesn't it? Of course. So um, looking at Bill Cosby, oh. America's dad. Probably was never mine. You know, but that was the perception. He's such a good guy. How could he do this? I don't know. Blah, blah, blah. You know. But that perception and image of what everyone thought he was versus what he turned out to what really he turned be. out to be really what he was doing for years. It wasn't even just like a little, you know, snippet of time. It was years and years and years. Yeah, but how much money did he earn them? Because I, I, I honestly, I have no idea how true it is or not. But my own belief is, the more money that it earns the bigger companies, the more the more mm. lucrative that those actors and writers and directors yeah, are, sort of... the less likely they are to take action yeah. against those sort of things. Like there was that whole thing about the the directors um, behaving badly. The who was that? Um, um, Josh Whedon. Whedon. Yeah. With the whole um, with Buffy. With Buffy. With um, didn't he take over? Um, Wonder Woman, and he was behaving poorly with Gal Gadot. Yeah, and like the fact that and the Avengers, male, I think, as well, because he wrote Avengers. So yeah, yeah, and like he, the other, the male actors had to step in and be like, "You can't be behaving like this." Yeah, yeah, and it's and they they brushed it under the rug for so long, and it, I mean, it's really upsetting to me because. I liked his stuff. Me too. I was a huge fan of his Firefly series and I'm mm-hmm. still a huge fan of like the series and a lot of the actors in it. Like yeah. Jewel has always been amazing. I follow her on a lot of social media. She's always really funny when she does a lot of her social media <laughs> stuff. Nathan Fillion, he's top I, notch. Yeah, I yeah. like him. Yeah. Um so yeah, there's a lot of like there's a lot of that sort of stuff that it just it takes a little bit of the luster off it because you're sitting Definitely. there going I really like this series. It's really well written. It's really well put together. Like yeah. he's, he's had a vision and he's followed it through. Yeah. But did he have to be that person yeah. at the end of the day? Like, mm-hmm. is this, did he become this person because he had the power to do so? Yeah. Or was he this person to start with and it just didn't start trickling out properly until he had the power to cover himself? Well, I mean, even looking at Buffy, like Buffy and Angel are like right up there for me. They're my favorites. I liked Angel more than Buffy. <laughs> I just, what would Buffy do? Like, That's like my constant. Question. Is it because I I kind of I really like in the Buffy series I hated. Is it the the um, charisma Carpenter's character Cordelia? Cordelia. Yeah, I hated her in the Buffy series, but I loved her in Angel. Oh, she just evolved. Yeah, she was. You know, she just evolved just... into such a nice character yeah, in yeah, the Angel yeah, series. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, and I loved the fact that she like had the haunted house. And yeah. <laughs> But I mean, again, very well written at a time that there wasn't a lot always of that sort of the the blonde getting killed mm. and a lot of stuff. There was the blonde was never smart mm. and a lot of horror, even yeah, like a lot um, of his... teen comedies and stuff. Like, yeah, it was just the a dumb lot of blonde. his stuff was like the antithesis of what was popular. Yeah, and I think that's what made his stuff so almost counter popular. Yeah, exactly. Okay, and we've seen a lot of that shit. But this is good too. Yeah, and you know, for Buffy to go seven years. An angel went for almost as long. Five, five years? or so, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just sort of think I love it. I love I love Buffy, and I I love all the um, the cast and that still like they've supported each other when when people have stood up and said like Charisma Carpenter said about Joss and um, but there hasn't sort of been that much happened to Joss. No, 
Like, and I say that much, I am unclear if anything has happened to that man. I don't um, think I that, don't. I don't think that anything has, has really happened. I think it's um sort of just, as a lot of the Hollywood stuff does, disappeared into the ether. Yeah, like it's 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 a story when it breaks, uh, and then things, you know, every day, 24-hour news cycle, things get taken over. And, um, yeah, like I'm sure he's still writing like for big blockbuster movies and I think he's got another TV show out actually as well. So, I mean, I mean, I don't follow anyone's particular work. I don't think I've ever been a follower of anyone's particular work. Like even bands I like will array like randomly. I'll be like, Oh, I haven't heard from them in a while. And then it's like, Oh, they've released like 12 albums. And I'm like, man, I really haven't listened to them in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I just sort of, I, I, I almost live in my bubble when it comes to like this, the creative stuff I consume. Yeah, like okay. I have I have the things that I like and I tend to recycle through them. Mm. So it's like I watch the same sort of things over and over. It, it's almost like that's my comfort zone and I'll stay in that zone for a little while and then I'll like introduce a few new things and that'll be in the silence, in the zone for a little <laughs> while. And then, yeah. you know, it's like there's very little thing, very few things that I'm sort of into following. Oh, and I, I think see. one of the yeah. one of the only things that I follow religiously is Studio Ghibli, and I think that the only reason I do that is because it takes him like five or six years between movies to release. To, yeah, he okay. goes into retirement and then he releases another movie like yeah. four years later, and then it's like oh, I'm going back into retirement, and then releases another movie like five years later. I think because I'm such a trivia nerd, and if I really do like something, you know, like anything that's like oh well, if you like vampire diaries you're gonna like this show and then you're like oh well i know why i like that because it's produced by david greenwald who produced buffy and angel you yeah, know? See, and you'll you go look, literally you know that i will admit that there are certain things that i look at and i go oh yeah that's why i like that because i like i'll see the credit come up and be like like eric kripke oh yeah it's supernatural one of my favorite series of all time yeah, yeah. absolutely love that series yeah and um the boys yeah same eric kripke yep. both of them yeah like, and yet, yet you can go, well, I, I'm sure I'm going to like this yeah, because of completely, that. Yeah, completely different series. Like, oh. they could not have less in common with each other. <laughs> yes. But the same style of humour, yeah. the same style of drama, the, yep. you know, that sort of thing. Like, one's about superheroes and bad superheroes. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. One's about two guys in a car chasing supernatural monsters all over America. Like, yeah. Little bit of a different universe. Yeah, it doesn't even kind of cross paths. It doesn't even kind of cross paths. But, but there is definitely, I find with what I'm consuming in the way of anything like entertainment wise, like TV shows or movies, I have to have a really good balance. And I call them light and dark. So if it's like something dark, um, you know, it's kind of, it could be like violent or supernatural or something that's kind of, got darker things like stranger things and stranger things yeah, yeah like know. that sort of stuff that's kind of in the dark category light for me is like gilmore girls new girl um the more comedic big bang yeah like um the ones that are gonna make you laugh more than go ah! yeah like it just there needs to be some sort of where you're watching it and there's slight things that happen but it's not like end of the world like apocalyptic or death or you know like <laughs> I think I tend to end up falling more into the darker realm then, but that that seems to just be where I go. I'm not, I I think I've seen one episode of New Girl and I just found it frustrating. Mm, interesting. Um, I've not really watched much of Stranger Things, to be honest. I must be one of the very few people on the entire planet that has <laughs> watched much of that. It's. I think you're in the next cycle of the Game of Thrones, you know, where there's heaps of people that have seen it and then there's an odd bod person that's never seen Game of Thrones. I saw up until Jason Momoa's death, and then I was like, I'm done. Oh. <laughs> so not very okay, far I, in. <laughs> I will read the books, no problem. Yeah. That's that's very much the sort of um, sort of art that I will yeah. sort of consume is that yeah. I, I prefer to read yeah. those sorts of things. Um, I've watched The Witcher, but I will not be watching after Henry's Carroll. No. No. Okay. No, piss off. See, <laughs> that interests me, but I again, I can't. Like in the the rotation of what I'm watching, if there's too many dark things I'm watching, I need to find light things to watch. So Brooklyn Nine Nine, love that show. You yes, know, I will agree with that one. Um, Utopia and uh, it's an ABC show. 
I don't think I've seen it. Uh, I like Ghosts, the BBC version. I've heard of this. I haven't watched it yet. It's I on my to-do list. I love it. It's so it's just yeah. it's so funny. It's it's like the same sort of humor, I guess, as as like Little Britain and that. Oh, okay. Not quite as crass, but yeah, it's up there. I do like it. Yeah. It's, a, it's it's one of those shows where we're very much in the line of like Monty Python and that sort of and, and yeah. Little Britain, where it's the same core characters. Yep playing almost every character yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so those those five actors are playing almost all of the characters yeah but it yeah it's very well done oh, like she inherits cool. the house and and doesn't realize that it's haunted and then she has an accident and suddenly she can see the dead people inside the house yep. and it's just it there's so much ridiculousness i on think the show. i saw the pilot and then i got distracted to be honest i don't know what happened it, but i need big, to go back I, to it I think I tried to watch the American version and I just I couldn't get into it. But then I saw the BBC version and I was like, oh, well, British humour is more, far more along yeah, the line of Australian humour, so I'll try that. And, yeah, way better. Yeah. Way better. So it was like ghosts. I do occasionally like to dip my toe into um, the 1990s Pride and Prejudice because Mr. Darcy Cullen oh, is very always good. going to be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Locked doors. Locked doors. Houses. That's something we should talk about. The new RBA governor is actually going to be female. Yes. And I'm hoping, and they, they're changing all of the rules, like the RBA, they've done that government um, investigation into RBA conduct, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, but they <laughs> We just heard Taj's cat, Neo. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting close to dinner time and he's creaky. <laughs> he wants to be fed early. And he doesn't even like me and he's like kind of going around my feet. Like, I, Look, he doesn't not like you. He he's doesn't know you. To me. <laughs> he's indifferent to me. If he did not like you, you would very much know it. <laughs> that little scratch you got earlier, like that you, you were able to give him, not the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it would not have happened. Yeah. It, it would very much have been the other way around. Yeah, like, like yeah, he would have taken your face off. But no, I just off. I'm really I'm really hoping as a mm, okay. I bought a block of land about two and a half ish years ago. Yeah. Um back when things were still, I don't know, not not normal. Sure. I believe I settled just before the pandemic hit. Okay. Um so I've been paying that block of land off and living with my parents as a over 30 year old not where i was expecting to be no. in my life yeah the idea was when i sold my previous home because i am one of the lucky few that has been able to buy my own place yeah when i sold my previous home the idea was that i would move back in with my parents to save on rent for the couple of months it might take to buy a new place to live yeah um i very quickly got priced out of my own buyer's market in the area we live in so we looked a little bit further afield yeah um and that was fine but the houses in that new area were also either way, way, way too old or on way too small a block. Like, uh, because, like, yeah. Okay, so I'm looking at, at like, a, a smaller, old, older Queensland town, yeah. you know, about an hour or so away from where we are now. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the old homes are Queenslanders, but the area is known for termites. Oh, okay. So, and a lot of them are raised up on stumps, and those stumps are wood if they haven't already been re-stumped where they've replaced it with concrete and steel footings mm-hmm. um so you have to go through the whole process of making sure that the house hasn't been attached attacked by termites attached by termites <laughs> <laughs> de-attached <laughs> um but if it hasn't been like that if they're if the foundations like the, the footings haven't rotted because they're so old all of that yeah. sort of stuff yeah some some of the homes that we saw were just i mean magnificent in a historical sense they looked beautiful but needed like a house with a hobby needed a lot of work Mm. so and then the newer homes were built on these little blocks yeah where there was one house i looked at and i i shit you not the next door neighbor's aircon unit was put directly in line with your living room window and you could open your living room window and turn off their aircon unit but the space was so small that they would have had to shimmy sideways between the two homes to get back down turn it off Wow. So in summer, when you're trying to cool your home, you've got the neighbor's air con blasting that hot air right at your freaking window at your back. Wow. 
and you could turn their aircon off because you know their aircon is impeding your aircon. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> or if you just don't like them, because <laughs> yeah. there's no room for offense there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could just turn off their aircon, and I'm like, I don't want to live this close to people. No, like I don't like this. Uh-uh. So I was lucky enough to find a block that was decently sized. Yep. Without being stupidly large, mm-hmm. uh, but it doesn't have a house on it. Mm. It's just a block of land. So I've gone through the whole process, looked at homes um, and that, and I remember signing the paperwork to buy the block with the bank and my um, lender, the the lady that I was dealing with, saying to me, you could at this point in time just do this and this and then you'll have the money to build a house right now. And I remember at the time saying, I don't want to do that because I don't have a house plan I like. Yeah. If I had found a house plan that I liked at that time, I probably would have done it. Yeah. And then I would be up shit creek without a paddle right now. Yeah. And how many people are up that creek right now? Mm-hmm. I mean, we've just had a guy who's been posting all over Facebook, has blown his house up on the north side of town. Yeah. At, at um, Marumba Downs. Yeah. Because of the mortgage stress he was under. His his repayments went from like 1200 to 3000 mm. And then the RBA is like... Oh, but it was needed to bring inflation down. No, it wasn't. Mm-mm. This isn't standard inflation. This isn't an over demand and under supply. Nah. This is pure and simple at, at the very root of it right now. Corporate greed. Mm. You can't tell me that they're raising prices and yelling inflation whilst also bringing in record profits. Mm. Yeah. Billions of dollars in profits, profits they've never even dreamt of having before. Yeah, and then they're like, "Oh yeah, forty-five dollars for a pack of five razor heads, thanks." Um, they're eight bucks at the shaver shop. The same, the exact same packet, eight bucks at the shaver shop. But you go to Woolies or Coles, they're forty-five. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why? It's it's oh, it's in, it's absolutely insane, and it's they fed. So fast into that cycle. It's the fastest up rates that we've had in ever. Yeah. It's the fastest it's climbed. And then they're like, we shouldn't have borrowed that much if you couldn't afford the up rate. Like, I've had people in my life say that to me. Like, well, you shouldn't have borrowed if you couldn't handle the up rate. I could handle some up rate. Yeah. I'm, and I can still handle what's happening now because I am lucky enough to be in a extremely privileged position of renting a room from my parents yeah, who are yeah. not charging me anywhere near what a standard rent would be. Yeah. But I have absolutely no misconceptions that there are people out there that are struggling to buy bread, tin spaghetti and milk to put absolutely in their cupboards. Yeah. Just yep. so that they can keep a roof over their heads. And that's not even touching the rental market because uh-uh. they, it, they're passing it on to the renters. Yeah. Was like there was a landlord landlord. <laughs> there was a land. There was a landlord today who was who I saw interviewed. I have no idea when they did the interview, but she was interviewed, um, and they were asking her about like the mortgage stresses and all of that. And she said, "Oh, it's not that big of a problem. I just pass it on to my renters." And they're like, "Well, what happens if the renter can't pay the uprate?" And mm. she goes, "Oh, that's not a problem either. I just evict them and get new renters." What the hell, man? <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. These people can't afford your rent mm. when you up rent it so quickly on them. Yeah. And by like she was talking like like going from like a three hundred dollar rent to a six hundred dollar rent. Yeah. In one cycle. Yeah. Who's su- who's supposed to find that sort of cash mm. that fast? Mm-mm. These people are living on a whole different planet. I feel like it's that 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 is that one that Mark Wahlberg movie. But there's like that space station that everyone lives on in luxury. Oh, yeah, yeah. The entirety of Earth has just been turned into a slum. I feel like that's where we're going. Yeah. Yep. It's like you can only shop at Woolies or Coles if you earn six figures or more. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, Radical idea. Let's get rid of the Reserve Bank. Radical idea. (laughs) Let's put some, um, at the very least, some... um, constraints on how fast they're allowed to cycle that freaking yeah cash rate up and down mm. 
Because, like, yeah, okay, it was at the lowest point it's been in a very long time. I fully understand that. And, yes, it did need to start coming back up again. Also understand that. But it didn't really need to be quadrupled within a year. Yeah. But that's just insane. Yeah. It's, um... They only meet 11 times a year and we've had 14 raises. Yeah. How do you get 14 raises when they only meet 11 times a year? Also, how do you avoid someone when they're not anywhere to be avoided? <laughs> oh, that was a completely different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just little riddles that we've come up with. Um, <laughs> little riddles. Um, yeah, it's uh, we just had a by-election in Fadden. Oh, yeah, I, 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 I had a... Yeah, one of the girls at work was complaining about that because she well she wasn't complaining about the by election happening. She was just complaining that she was supposed to go camping and it's been sort of. Post-a-vote? I wasn't supposed to have to vote pre poll. No, she went to the pre poll. She yeah, ended up. I was going to say, I'm like, there is. I I, be- I believe that the partner was like, go here. It's yeah. Fine. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um. So I pre polled yesterday because I was scared I was going to forget. So to, was she <laughs> to do it today? Not that I mean you, you can't sort of forget to vote. It's sort of impossible for me um but uh not when they have all that shit all over the place uh yeah um in new zealand we don't they don't do that we have 24 blackout 24 hour blackout before a election day and so you can't put any placarding up you can't hand anything out there's no one at any polling centers you just go and vote with the i would love the no one i look Okay, last time that there was a state election, when yeah. I, I still was living in my own yep. home at that stage, yeah, um, they were putting, they, they were attempting, I came home from work and they were attempting to attach those stupid signs to the front of my house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they I was like, flutes. yep, and I was like, yeah. get that shit off my property. Yeah. Like, I did not agree to any of that crap. Was it even a candidate you were leaning into? No, no. See, yeah, like, you and, and I don't even. I like. I don't. I don't even think I would have cared if it was a candidate I was leaning into. I'm just like, you didn't sorry. ask permission to attach that shit to my fence. Yeah. Go away. Yeah, like that's ask. not public land. That's my land. Was it liberal? I feel like it's a liberal. Of course it was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, they don't. Do but I was. Yeah, I ended up in a little bit of a fight with them, and then like the labor people came through too, and they were like, "Do you mind if we leave that there?" And I'm like, "Yeah, get stuffed. Yeah. <laughs> Go away. I am not. I am not affiliated with any." political party go away and i knew why they wanted to put it out the front of my house because i was on a t intersection yeah in like one of the main thoroughfares between two schools and two shopping centers yeah yeah so it was like the only reason they wanted to put it there i was at a at a relatively high traffic point Mm -hmm. but i was like "Mm -mm, go away and i i remember arguing with the older guy who was like trying to zip tie it to my fence and i'm like i have wire cutters in the house i will cut it down yeah and then you will not like where i put it because i will put it somewhere nasty Yep. And I will make sure people see it. Mm. I'm a big ITCH. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. So, I mean, we're hoping, I think, well, I hope majority of Fadden is hoping that Liberal do not hold the seat. It's been held by Liberal for, Ooh. it's been a blue seat for bloody ever. We'll say that. I don't know how many years, but it's been a blue seat. And, um... I'm sick of it. <laughs> I, I've recently, on my way home, there, there must be something happening politically because I didn't think that we had a, an election coming up. No, it's not for another year or so. Yeah. yeah. But I've recently, I've seen, like, I know that there's a lot of grumbles in the RBA. Like, but the, the government doesn't have oversight over the RBA in they that don't. way. No. But I know that there's been a lot of grumbles recently and I've seen billboards start to go up with the Liberals attacking the Labors and they're like, Labor inherited a strong economy. In what universe? Yeah. They inherited the lowest unemployment rate in what universe? <laughs> like, it's so easy to fact check them these days. Oh, yeah. But it's like they forget this. I know. Like, there's entire YouTube and Facebook and Instagram channels that are absolutely dedicated to fact checking politicians in every country. Yes. And it's like they go through and they're like, oh, Labour absolutely destroyed our um, economic status. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not. That's not how that. Yeah. As I'll... I remember it, <laughs> stop gaslighting me. Remember it. <laughs> Labor saved us from a GFC crisis. Yes. <laughs> like, like the GFC, the recession did yeah. not hit Australia the way it hit other countries. 
because of labor <laughs> yes and look i'm i'm not a big fan of the two-party system i'm not i mean i i tend to vote for independence anyway because i feel like the power should be a little bit more distributed for sure because i feel like like i don't want it to be in a point where we're going to be in a deadlock yeah but i also think that the more power they sort of have the less likely they are to listen to constituents for sure i would i would absolutely love love there's very much a wild hope that i think we should go the way of like the i think it was the ancient greeks okay that they had a um election every four years but you didn't want to win because <laughs> if you were a politician that won this election you were exiled <laughs> <laughs> So I think if you won, though, it was uh, basically they voted for who they thought was destroying democracy or who was not listening to their people. Gotcha. That's and good. If they if they won won that yeah. vote, mm-hmm. they, then they weren't allowed to participate in politics for the next four years. Oh, cool. And if they won a second time, yep, they were then exiled from their city, and they were never allowed to, to participate again. For a majority of the Liberal Party to just be exiled. I, but there's so many politicians that would just like, oh my god, it would be so long until we got them all. I know. <laughs> so there's so the many list of them. Is long. And like, like I look, I, I, I was a child when Pauline Hanson came into politics. Mm-hmm. Me too. But the the sh- just off the wall crazy shit I have seen recently with her return has been. Mind-boggling. Uh-huh. She got into an argument with an Indigenous Australian over the meaning of the word Indigenous. Like, oh yeah, I'm an Indigenous Australian. I'm not. I'm white. I'm half Dutch, half white Australian. Yeah. But, oh, I'm I'm Indigenous. And she's like, do you know what that even means? Like, I'm Indigenous because I was born here. I'm like, oh my God, lady. No. <laughs> oh my God. That is like saying... To a Native American, you're not a Native American. I'm also a Native American because I was born here. What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, stop talking. <laughs> no more. Like, uh-uh. I don't. Where is your brain? <laughs> it fell out of my head. That's where it went. I don't, I don't <laughs> understand. Yeah, but that, but that's the sort of stuff that's uh, her, whether, I don't know how big her cohort of followers are i I don't think anyone actually like follows her in regards to her politics unless they're completely off the wall i may be wrong but i i just like the shit she comes out with nobody i can't take her seriously i feel like her following in regards to like the public Hmm. is just to see what random crap comes out next what yeah what dribble is available she's making cardigans now making cardigans what she's not working in the fish show anymore no she's on the um shopping network different coloured card cable knit sweaters I'm really glad I don't have the shopping network uh, yeah she's got all the yeah anyway it's really random um, <laughs> yeah you're right I That's know a good one for random rambles <laughs> she's just Pauline Hanson's on the shopping network yeah she is with her many coloured cable knit sweaters um, for the people that want them I don't know I don't know how to end that um, but uh, yeah if, it, if it's anything like the cable knit sweaters I've seen recently it's for the elderly She's trying to say it was for like the hip people, the hip, and I don't know what. If she's hip... using the word hip, <laughs> then like it's not. Hips? Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> that is that does not mean what she thinks it is. I'm cool. I dominate the school. Um, Go Toros. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, I just hope to see. I mean, the amount of paperwork and core fluting and stuff that was around that pre poll is beyond or i hate i hate it when i beyond i have i have pre-polled like that's how i prefer to do it and i've had two very different experiences because i've pre-polled for the federal election yeah and i've pre-polled for the state State. election um and i've i ended up pre-polling in two different places because i had to pre-poll um in towards the bean lee center Uh because of um work commitments yeah so that was going to be the closest center that was still open and that was fine it wasn't a huge drama. When in, I ended up, I did that one with um, a really good mate of mine and she had to run a little bit of interference because a guy got into my face about like abortion rights and shit. And I was like, oh, smack down. 
Get away, you if ignorant you, man. I'm really sorry, but if you have a cock between your legs, Go don't away. talk to me about abortion rights unless you're a hermaphrodite. Go away. <laughs> Honest to goodness, go away. Listen to, oh, my God. Hands but, off my uterus. <laughs> but then the next one I went to was over um, – Oh, they're, they're both in Logan. They're over towards the uh, Crestmead PCYC. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, down near the, the primary school there. Um, I went into that one and there was nobody. Like the one at Bean Lee, they were camped out. Oh, jeez. In the, in the front. I've never camped out for an election. I can honestly oh, no. tell you that. They're they were not like, that excited. They were all, like they had the little tables and they were shoving shit in my face. And I was like, I'm going to start throwing punches just so that I can get to the door. Yeah, please let me through. But then I went to the one over Crestmead and I just, I walked up. There was nobody out the front. There was nothing like I walked in. I thought I was there at the wrong day. Yeah. It was so quiet and wow. so calm. That's nice. And I sort of came in and they're like, oh, I like, I'm standing in the foyer going, okay, am I here at the wrong day? Because I can't see anything about the election thing. And I'm like scrolling through the election site yeah. to make sure that I'm in the right spot and everything. And they're like, oh, are you need the vote? I'm like, uh, yes. I was just through there. I'm like, okay, thank you. And the, they just ticked my name off and I voted. It was such a nice experience. It was so much better. Because hmm. honestly. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not going to throw hands for no reason, but I was so close to the Beanling one. <laughs> like, I um, hate it. I hate it when they shove that shit in your face. Yesterday, I will say, um, was pretty calm. No one was up in anyone's grills. Mm-hmm. Um and I actually got compliments as if people were like, thank you for smiling and saying no thank you. And I was like, well, I don't have to be mean about it. Like, if yeah. you're not going to be at me about, like, and come at me aggressively, like, if you're just going to try and, like, be like, hello, um, uh, insert party name here, do you want to take my flyer, you know, in a nice way, I'm just going to go, oh, no, thank you, and I'll just smile. Like, Look, that's kind of... I, I will admit that I'm not. I started... You're pointing at me. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not... I'm not the nice one at the, when I get there and if I can't vote until voting day and I get in and it's like this scrum you have to walk through, I'm not nice anymore. Mm. Like don't, I've had them like literally shove it in my oh, face. Oh yeah, yeah. And I'm like. The Liberal Party. Do you, Every do you, party. <laughs> do you want Christ. to lose the hand? What is wrong with you? Yeah. I, I've told them to back off. You know. I, I think when I first started voting, like, you know, when, as you do when you're 18 and that, yeah. I was a little bit quieter a little bit more timid yeah. a little bit like oh i don't really know what i'm doing yeah and then i sort of was like no thank you no thank you and yeah. they they get so aggressive with it that yeah. these days i'm just as aggressive back i'm just like fuck off yeah and i've i've been known to to do that when i was like in a big group and they just we got stuck at the back of the line and they were just around us All constantly and they like yeah. constantly trying and i was like i swear to god i will start throwing hands if you don't back off. Yeah, it's full on. It's traumatic. Yeah, um, but it was actually quite calm, and everyone sort of left everyone alone. I, mm. And it was—I mean, they were about about an hour away from closing pre-poll yesterday when I went. But yeah, everyone's pretty behaved in, yeah. in that particular set. I don't and know about much, other ones, but, but it's much nicer because, to be entirely honest, if, if you're going to vote, you've generally made your mind up on who you're voting for. Yeah. Those last, the, I I honestly think that those last minute. Like the people at the polls that are handing those fires to you at the last second, they are for the people that have had so little interest yeah. that they're hoping that they'll just take the fire and copy what's on it. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that's basically it. So any swing voters or people that haven't educated themselves, basically, because if yeah, like you say, if you know, you know. Yep. Um, so God willing, um, and I don't tend to call on God ever. <laughs> Uh, may the goddess <laughs> may whatever entity or universe karma something good thing good juju want to call on it just can't be the same party again hold the seat otherwise we're never getting rid of them yeah it i just, think yeah i think um logan had that big shake up a few years ago along with like ipswich and that we had that big shake up where the there were the council members that were caught in that whole yeah. That scandal. scandal, yes, the embezzling scandal and yeah. all of that sort of stuff, and then and then he got caught doing a DUI just to get some Maccas because he had a was it Maccas or KFC? KFC. Oh yeah, caught yeah, in the KFC in the, in the KFC car park with his DUI. Yeah. So you know that was a whole big thing, and we've not had the same party since. Mm. Well, I mean, this particular person uh, was Did... caught up in robo debt, 
So. Oh, is that what that was? Because I was like, we were trying to explain to a few of the people at work the other day why a by-election would be called, and I was like, like, like there's a. I didn't know because I honestly I wasn't interested yes, in looking. Yes, one of the it, main. Like, there's main... either a scandal or someone's resigned a yeah. post. Or well, this person has. Re- I don't want to even give the people his name because it just shits me to tears. So <laughs> I'll just. Um, he resigned because he wants to spend more time with his family. Typical. Yeah, yep. that's the typical. But it's because it's coming to a head in the High Court and looking at RoboJet and who who's the blame lies with. Yeah, lies with. Um, yeah, thank you because I was stumbling there. Uh, yeah, and it's um, some of the key people, and that's one of the key people that have maybe thought, "Oh, I better skedaddle out of Parliament." But so, so he's going mean to spend gonna... time with his family in Mallorca. <laughs> <laughs> and then jail? I don't know. God knows. I don't know. Um, or maybe not, because politicians don't tend to get the same consequences as the normal human um, no. out in the streets. So I honestly think their consequences should be, like, double. Yeah. Like, it should be double what a normal person is, is expected. Like, with things like embezzlement and stuff like that, definitely. Yeah. At least double. And I don't know. This could just be completely, like, just slinging shit at a wall to see what will stick. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I I have this theory yeah. that politicians should be paid minimum wage. Oh yeah, and then if they're paid minimum wage and they have to work, like actually work, not just there was a the fucking scomo with his whole sitting twice. I can't a even year. say his name. <laughs> but his whole like sitting twice a year trying yeah, to hide shit ridiculous. and all that sort of crap. Yeah, if he had to actually only get paid for what he was working yeah and sitting in parliament mm. and doing actual shit to help people yeah if he was being paid minimum wage how much do you think would have actually happened yeah like i i, I don't know maybe i'm living in a fantasy land but well, i just i mean she works hard for the money you know like nine to five yeah so maybe maybe that would be a trick but and yeah. not one they would ever agree to. No. Uh, I mean, they did, they did say, oh, we won't, you know, lift the wages of any politician during the pandemic because we understand people are struggling. Yeah, because you're on, like, quite a lot of money already, so I think you need to calm down. And then everything's, um, and the, But then everything else is subsidised as well. They get, like, so much crap given to them. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I hope this – it won't be, take long to find out results of this election because, I mean, it's not huge, like a state mm. or federal where they've got to, you know, count for days and days or weeks. Um, so hopefully it'll be a quick outcome and we can – I'm kind of hoping for an independent or a green to get in, to be brutally honest. I got – to be honest, I've got my I've got my um, reservations about the greens as well because mm-hmm. there's, that, there's, that, there's that green down south who is, like, land clearing – Acres and acres of her property, despite the fact that it is one of the last few habitats for almost extinct koalas. Oh. Like, ah. like severely endangered koalas. Because she wants to build more condos. Got it. She wants she wants to expand her I think she's on the wrong property. party. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I'm like, aren't you guys supposed to be all about land preservation? Yeah, like like yeah. wildlife and habitat preservation sure. and that. But and like I, I reckon for it's for the people. Yeah. Mm. Well, no, poor I think people. she's maybe in the wrong party um and not realized it yet uh oh no i i think that she's one of those hypocritical ones where it's like yeah do for you not for me oh okay <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh yeah I, just just to shake things up i think really uh independent or greens cause... i think it'll shake up the the suburb too because you'll have those people that are so entrenched with how it's been and granted uh up the other side of where I am, uh, there's quite rich areas, and I won't even name them. It's not worth it, and it, I don't, you know, fathoms fathom. If you want to Google it, you can. Um, but you know, it's quite a big area of fathom, so it's not like you know, oh, she lives right there. Um, you won't find me. <laughs> but there are quite a lot of ritz, ritzy and rich, hella rich areas in that particular, and then there's quite uh, middle class. And then there's a little bit of, not a little bit, but I mean, the, the other bit of under all that chunk is low socioeconomic areas sort of on the very edge of all that. So, I mean, you've got a really mixed bag. Yeah, I think Logan's becoming a bit like that too. Because like, I've been here my whole life and we've yeah. always been tarred with the brush that it is all low socioeconomic areas, yeah. but it's not. I, nope. I, I would say 
that it is actually um, majority is sort of like that middle class, yeah. like that higher but not high status. There's a little bit of those well-to-do. Yeah. And then, yeah, you have those areas. Rich tradies, families, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think that it's um, it certainly in the last sort of 10, 20 years, it's gotten better because there was that there was that whole um, outside of council, yeah. there was a group of, of, I believe it was mums, who put together the Gotta Love Logan project that was all about... Um, I love it. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's still active, it's still ongoing, you can find them on social media and that, and oh. they've got a website and that, and it's all about like the different things you can do, um, pushing council to make better decisions in regards to parks and community amenities and all of that sort of stuff so a lot of the beautification projects that have happened have been pushed by the gotta love logan project like um reanimating the pcyc projects and stuff like that yeah um the gould adam park i believe fell under their umbrella for a little while so that that all got refurbished and there was a swimming complex that went in there and everything so um like the tiger lagoon stuff all of that sort of stuff like there was a big push towards hey we aren't this shithole everyone thinks we are because everyone likes to do the whole Logan Bogan thing. Sure. Yeah, we have the areas. Mm-hmm. I heavily admit that. I grew up working in freaking Woodridge. Yeah, <laughs> but I think that's most most area. Like you could you could pick any suburb or cluster of suburbs. In, yeah, and you know, and pick, I think that oh, there was also blue, that one. Like, there was also a high level of um, like housing commission immigrant families, and yeah. nobody in those areas had issues with those families living there. But the homes weren't necessarily looked after. Yeah. And that's not the that's not entirely on the people living there either. Like the council didn't want to put money in. Like they essentially yeah. rent those homes from the council. Yeah, for sure. And the council, the housing commission didn't put in the repair work yeah. to make those homes look nice yeah. for the street. I yeah. mean, I there are homes in Crossmead that were part of housing commission, and I believe some of them still are, that had to have their entire boundary lines, like the fencings, stripped and because they were almost non-existent anymore anyway because mm. they hadn't been touched yep. in nearly 30 years. Yeah. So, come on. Yeah. That's, Cough out some money. They're not the, – the people that are living there are in those circumstances for a reason. They're not going to be able to pull three or four grand out of their pocket to fix a fence that doesn't belong to them. Yeah, exactly. As so, much as they, they probably want it to look better. That you know they don't want to live. No, they don't want to. They don't want to live in a pigsty. No, like they they want to live. A lot in, of them most... look after their homes really well, but yeah. then there's there's things that they can't help. Like if they've got a leaky roof, yeah, and housing commission or whatever don't want to do anything about it. There's no, it's same as with their landlord. If the yeah. landlord doesn't do anything about it, yeah, for sure they're renting like they're renting for a reason, and that's because they don't own. Like it doesn't matter if it's a socioeconomic reason or no. if it's just a straight up I don't want to own a home because I've known people that are like that too. Yeah, I just I don't want to own a home. I don't want to have to deal with it. I just yeah I want to be able to to rent and save my mortgage money for other things. Yeah, Although I never understood that because your rent ends up being the same amount as a mortgage most of the time, especially at the moment. Another conundrum, but that's all right. With yeah. Um... Yeah, if you've got a mixed bag in your area and it's not like if the boundaries, um, <laughs> what are you doing? Sorry, everyone, my cat is just playing bunny kicks with the blanket. Hey, are you done being cute and ferocious? Rah. <laughs> now feed me human um is that are we i think we should probably try and end on like a more light-hearted topic well, i think we, we do? i think okay. we've been angry for this entire <laughs> episode <laughs> 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 screaming no um what can we end on what, i don't what, know what do you want to end on do we want to just do some random like some random facts like we both love the color purple yes that is true but they don't make um, Hivers in purple, which is very annoying. Yeah, it's only in pink. It's pink is not pink. my color. And pink is fine. It's not. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I, but it's no oh, purple. When I was looking for my first house to buy, yeah, there was a, a townhouse in the area that I was looking in. Yeah, and it was Barbie House. 
Really? I shit you. Oh, that's so cool. Everything was pink. I was <laughs> I was mortified because I'm like, who does this? And now, now, all these years later, yeah, I applaud that person's bravery. Yeah, nice. Like, oh my god, the kitchen cabinets were pink. The bench top was pink. The floor was pink carpet and pink vinyl. The yeah. banister was pink. Everything was. Pink. I think they'd even painted the ceiling. <laughs> like the whole thing was pink. It was just so pink, and it was. Like a mix of hues. Yeah. So it was like hot pink, baby pink. Holy pink. hell. Like it, it so pink. much pink. Pink. Like I think they'd even painted like the bathtub with that enamel paint so that that was pink. Oh, Either that or wow. they'd managed to find one of those really old retro pastel. <laughs> oh. I will never not get that. Like it will live in my brain rent free forever. Yeah. Wow. I don't, I think I, you know, I pleaded with mum and dad to paint my room like a lavender purple. Mm-mm. Lavender. Mm-mm. It's beautiful. I pleaded with my parents to paint my room a dark purple. They painted it such a light purple that it was basically pink. And then I was like, well, now I'm just going to have to cover it with posters because I asked for a purple room. Not a pink room. <laughs> oh my God, you brat. <laughs> and then the, the glow in the dark stars on the ceiling. No, we weren't allowed those because they would damage the ceiling. <laughs> So we, my parents had had friends who would put them up for their kids and yeah. they'd never been able to get them off the ceiling without like peeling the paint and or taking a chunk of drywall with them. Yeah. <laughs> who cares? <laughs> my parents. <laughs> <laughs> just just repatch it if you need to. Repatch. That's good on the neck. <laughs> but yeah, so there's a random fact. We both like purple and we have um, varying thoughts on pink. I'm a straight up no, thank you. <laughs> um, I've sort of learned to like a, uh, a couple of shades. It can't be Barbie pink, though. Um, and sometimes, because of my rosacea in my face, pink does nothing for me. So I don't think pink does a lot for a lot of people. No. It's definitely... Um, there's only very... I think there's very few people that can wear it and wear it well. Yeah. Otherwise, you just end up looking like a doll. I yeah. reckon. Or, or, um, or trying young. to be young when or you're not young. young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but look, if you wear it well, then wear it well. Yeah. Enjoy it. Do you. Um, yeah. And we, oh, we're cat people. That's probably another little Yeah, we both fact. have cats. Yeah. <laughs> we love cats. And we uh, both have the running theory that our cats are mob bosses. <laughs> yeah, we do. <laughs> Despite them very much being indoor cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They run things from the inside. It's, it sounds like they're in jail yeah. um, for previous <laughs> indiscretions. But yeah, the indiscretion is um, wanting to take over the world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is a little bit like that. So, um, yeah, there's some little tasty morsels. Yep. And um, sorry for being so angry. Yeah, <laughs> no, we weren't actually that angry. That's we'd be no, I, the to- <laughs> yeah, the topics themselves can be frustrating, but uh, yeah, we're we're all right. We're just we're enthused people. We are passionate. Yeah, about any, certain things. Anything, yeah. <laughs> uh, some things, not some things. Yeah. Maybe next time we'll take, uh, take a lighter topic and just do some some talking about baking or something. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we, we took on some. Some Heavy. things, didn't we? Yeah, oh, we, we weren't meaning to, but that's where we went. That's where, it was kind of front of mind too, I guess, front of mind stuff. So, yep. yeah. Um, well, till next time. We will uh, have a few new random topics to speak on. Goodbye. Can't find a time where I can tell you what I feel now.
to stop. 